everyone, welcome to Jojo's World. Buongiorno, mon ami. Alright. <laughs> I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of your co-hosts. Today we watched episode 8, uh, Phantom Blood. Blood Feud. Jojo and Dio. Or I mean, Bloody Battle Jojo yeah, and Dio. I prefer Blood Feud in this case. I mean, Blood Feud makes it sound like it's ongoing. As with basically all these titles, there's some wiggle room with translation. Yeah, it's from Japanese. We can do a lot with Japanese. Yeah. So we open on Poco's dad beating him. <laughs> wow, wow, way to just go from... Yeah, there's some leniency. He's beating him. But to Poco's credit, his dad slaps him like off screen as the transition begins. And in the rest of the scene, he's just, he's just obviously no-sold that slap. He's not even reacted to it. <laughs> Well, okay, look, I imagine for Poco it's quite a beating. His evening out has probably really toughened him up. Yeah, it probably I mean, has. Compared to getting kicked in half by Tarkus. Um, yeah, probably, probably not that bad. Yeah. He's probably like, Father, why are you slapping me? Keep keep doing it instead of punching me. Oh, God. I don't want to be beaten by zombies. <laughs> There's a weird shot where Poco's dad is shouting at him and everyone else is outside listening. Yeah, they're all just sort of standing there going, hmm, hmm, hmm. Hmm, and that's it. Yep. There's no concern for this child that's obviously being beaten inside. I mean, it was the 1800s. It was a different time. Children were to be seen and beaten. Yeah, they were to be disciplined through force. Yikes. Yeah, no. It was a great time. It was a bad time. So Poco is concerned, as he has been for the whole show, that his sister is in danger. What? What? His sister's in danger? She went out looking for him in the night. What? It's his fault she's missing. What? Yeah. It's not. He was hypnotised. Yeah, no. Uh, And then the last shot, I think, is him screaming. My sister shoots into the night. And we get the shot of Dio's castle. Yeah. Oh, um, there was a good bit in the dub where his dad was like, Poke, what's ailing you? You're not behaving right. (laughs) In like a really Cockney accent? Yeah. Because they're poor. I mean, they are poor, but not everyone needs to be Cockney if they're poor. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and then you get the one shot of Dear's Castle, and then immediately into the The, intro sequence. The OP. Yeah, which was a bit of a tonal shift. Yep. It's just going from like, I'm beating you, son, how dare you? Brass band, brass band. (laughs) Just like, oh god, okay. So, today we've finally reached the top of the staircase in uh, (laughs) the OP. Yes! We're there. Jojo and Dio have a climactic confrontation in 3D animation. <gasps> it's so beautiful. Jojo's eyes are burning with literal fire, which might be a reference to part seven. It's unclear. I'm sorry? To part seven? I can't elaborate. Oh, god damn it. Okay. So I'm just going to be sitting here up until part seven, like three years later. Please. We'll be in like part three, three years later. <laughs> okay. In like 10 years time, we're in part seven. I'll just be like, hey, what was that thing you said in like part one? Yeah. About that one thing with fire. And you'll be going... What? What thing with fire? There's nothing with fire, Nick. Everything is fire now. We're in the future. Yeah, the sun has exploded. Everything <laughs> is fire. Everything is fire. Um, so the shot is, it's Jojo doing a big old punch and Dio sort of catching it with his two hands, which we later see in this episode. Indeed we do. And then in the OP, everything sort of spir- spirals upwards and leaves them in the darkness. Um, which I think represents how the rest of the show spins off from this one confrontation. Uh, spins off. It's spinning. I get you. Yeah. All right. Cunning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, may- I think it's more like the fact that Dio falls into 
We'll get to that, but yeah. Dio falls down into nothingness and true, true. blackness. But so does Jojo's fate. Ooh. Speaking of Jojo's fate, um, you probably noticed over the the previous eight episodes that Jojo is generally a bit bland in part one, but mm. every time before he's about to defeat someone, he gives these sort of stirring monologues about destiny and his soul. Yeah. And that's basically everything he says in this episode, so he's really on point today. Yeah, he is really embodying that character of but together we can fight! Yeah. Okay, thanks, Jojo. Believe in your friends. Yeah. So, after the OP, we return to where we left off last time, where Dio and his menagerie are menacing um, Poco's sister. His menagerie has grown ever creepier, mm-hmm. with an owl with a cat's head, a cat with a man's head, and another dog with another man's head. Yeah. Manhead dog is like, look, Dio, she's so young and sweet and innocent, let me taste her. She's yeah, only yeah, 16! Yeah. And then he kills him. Dio kills the man dog. Yeah, just crushes him with his foot. Yep. So, Flawless. three? Three. Um, I don't know if we'd count that as a dog, though. It was mostly dog. Yeah, I suppose it was mostly dog. That is true. I guess we'll have one man dog. How about that? Okay. Yeah, one or one dog man. I'm going to shorten that to three dogs, but <laughs> okay, with right. an asterisk. Yeah, with an asterisk saying, one of them was technically a guy with a dog's body. but you know. He's a real dog's body. Yeah. Thing, okay, the thing that creeped me out more was the fact that they were like, oh yeah, she's 16. She looks not 16. No, Jojo no. is like 20 or 18 or something. Holy shit, he is only like 18. <laughs> oh god. Speedwagon's 7. <laughs> Speedwagon is 17, but he has the looks of an 80-year-old. <laughs> Dio monologues about how Paco's sister's youth is like a flower and it will one day fade, but if he joins his undead army then... It need not wither. Yeah. But I guess also she will get an animal head and or a bird skull or something. Something that's... Because if you look at all the zombies they aren't really... Yeah. Normal people. No, they got snakes in them. Or they're just a bit weird. Yeah. So I imagine she'll probably get like, I don't know, a dove's body. Or maybe she should get like a flower head. Or a goose. And thorns. Yeah. But I'm just imagining like a bird. Okay, here's the reason, right? You got a bird, right, with a long neck. You do. And then at the end of that neck is her head. Okay. <laughs> just for extra weirdness. Like a cassowary or something. Yeah. Ooh. Or maybe she could be a honey badger. Yeah, she don't give a fuck. She don't give a fuck. She slaps him in the face. Yeah, she That's is. That's a... Two out of the four women in this show so far has slapped Dio in the face, and they're both of the most prominent ones. Yeah, true. True! He's not much of a ladies' man, as much as he likes to appear suave. There have only been four oh, there women was another the woman. Show? There was that other woman whose face he crushed, too. Yeah, but that was... Because so, I'm counting the woman who was in the prologue with Dario, Irina. Yeah, obviously. The woman who ate her baby, and Paco's sister. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the woman that ate her baby was kind of forced into it. She didn't really have the means to slap true she was holding the baby and she was scared he never came close to her yeah whereas Paco's sister eh, probably a bit more of a badass he sort of loses his cool a bit and is like okay i'm gonna leave you to be sexually assaulted by one of the bad guys from clock tower how you doing this big guy doobie comes in doobie <laughs> he's like hey guys you want to get high okay so so the doobie, doobie brothers the doobie brothers Oh boy. Tell me a bit about the Doobie Brothers, Nick. My dad loves the... Well, he loved the Doobie Brothers. So the Doobie Brothers were quite interesting in that they started off very heavily influenced by country and rock. And then they sort of became... As the 80s went on, they became more sort of synthy, a bit more mainstream. Oh no, you can't have mainstream music. (gasps) And my dad sort of went off them because they sort of started... uh, They did a bit of a Shakespeare thing where it went from... Um, what's that epic one about the Roman, like, invasion? Julius Caesar? No, 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 it's another one. It's, like, a really long Roman name. Anyway, he... Titus Andronicus? 
That's the one. Titus Andronicus. One of Shakespeare's worst plays. Yeah. Uh, Titus Andronicus, Henry, like, the fifth, all that sort of stuff. Was that Henry the fifth or Henry the second? I can't remember. The eighth, perhaps? Yeah, Henry the eighth, maybe. No, um, no, it wouldn't have been Henry yet. Basically, the one where he just goes to war, right? Doing all those, like, yeah, war stuff. And then Shakespeare went, what if, like, I wrote about love instead? And then he did... Romeo and Juliet. And then he did some more things that were about love. And then that's all he did from then Imagine on. Much do about nothing. Yeah. Merchant of Venice. Yeah. All about love. I actually know the timeline on these. Neither do I. But the point being, he kind of went a bit fluffy towards the later end. Much like the Doobie Brothers. Okay. They started off really like, yeah, let's have a good time. We're going to rock According out. According to then... Wikipedia, they were active in five decades. They were. So. It's quite amazing. They sort of, uh, they had their distinctive sound. They went. Okay, we're going to have country, and then we're going to have a bit of synth, and then we're going to keep country, and we're just going to keep having like this cool, upbeat rock and roll mentality to it. And it feels really underutilized in this show, where one guy who's a zombie is called Doobie, and then he dies. And like, yeah, so he's he looks like Astaroth from Cell Calibur. He does. He's or a, what's his name from Guilty Gear? I don't know. The crazy one. Uh, he's a big shirtless buff guy. He's got a bag on his head, and then a little like sort of beret on top of that bag. <laughs> And the bag is, like, juddering out. Yeah. So he grabs it at at our fucko's sister and uh, starts ripping her clothing. And it's getting really bad. It's getting pretty bad when you're watching it because you're going, okay, 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 she's 16, come on. Yep. And then an anvil hits him in the back of the head. (laughs) Now, I have so many questions about where that anvil came from. Because obviously they were just at Poco's house. Maybe they took it from Poco's dad. Yeah, I'm thinking, was Poco's dad a blacksmith? Poco goes, oh, they, they're like, okay, guys, we need an anvil. Poco, you go in and distract your dad. We're going to break into the workshop. But the beauty is, do you reckon Jojo just went, oh, I can even lift this anvil. Yeah. And then just carried it away. Like, they've been carrying it for a long time now. I guess they must have been in Dio's castle dungeon or something, because they're all looking over a sort of skylight in the ceiling. Yeah. Either they jumped up onto the, like, top of this roof or no yeah just no and um doobie is like what who are you guys and jojo says zombies like you don't deserve introductions and then he jumps down and starts fighting him i mean brilliant retort brilliant as they're as they're jumping at each other the bag rumbles again and something shoots out of it what is it it's snakes (laughs) he bites jonathan's face several times and the bag splits open to reveal that he's a big old rotting head full of snakes and he's... Wait, isn't he entirely filled with snakes? Isn't that what Speedwagon elaborates on? Speedwagon says in the dub... Oh, um, there we go. That zombie! He's chock-a-block with serpents! All sorts! Venomous cobras, flesh-eating asps and vipers. Asps? Yeah, it's a snake. A snake. <laughs> it's a snake. One or two. Oh, Mr. Potter. Mr. Joestar. <laughs> Mr. Joestar. Ten points from Hamon. Harry Potter's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, it already is pretty bizarre, isn't it? I'm going to put on the stone mask, Jojo, and surpass humanity. I can even lift this rock, Potter. So, okay, Jojo then goes, hmm, I've been bitten by snakes. Hmm! And then we see some weird, like, orange stuff spew out of, like, the wounds that were created by the snake bites. And then they say, ha-ha, he's already managed... Like, to perfect his blood flow to the point where he can push the poison out of him. Yeah. I see why Harmon is getting a bit ridiculous. <laughs> it did make a giant leaf. That was a kite. And now we're pushing blood out of our bodies. Not blood. Poison. Oh, sorry. Poison. Yeah. Without pushing out blood. So then Doobie tries to fight Jojo and is summarily defeated almost instantly because he's got Zapelli's soul now. So he's nigh indestructible. Yeah, he's pretty OP. Not even the Doobie brothers could stop him. <laughs> 
If only there were multiple doobies here. <gasps> My god. Uh, the snakes all rush at him and he catches them and then sort of does like cat's cradle motion. Yeah. And then he fills the snakes with Hamon so they start biting Doobie until he dies. Well, he sort of just melts. He's like, oh yeah. no, I got bitten by my own snake. Uh, and that's all that Who happens. Who knew my own snakes were my only weakness? How ironic! <laughs> so were the snakes... Did the snakes die too, I wonder? Oh yeah, the snakes would have died. Okay. I saw them melting, so... Okay, here's my thought, right? I figure the whole point of Doobie was that there were a bunch of Doobie Brothers, there were a bunch of snakes. I can't see any other connection to their name. I don't know. It's just... Because they died so quickly! Well, I guess part of the point with it is also to show, because Jonathan had a bit of trouble with Jack the Ripper, how much how much the experience fighting Tarkas and Bruford brought him above the typical zombie. Mm-hmm. Although this is no typical zombie, this is a named zombie. Yeah. Yeah, true. I suppose that's a good point, yeah. So, they're like, look, Dio's castle. And then they go up some very ornate stairs and open a door. <laughs> Very ornate. And then he opens the door the best possible way. Yeah. He sort of goes for the handle, rejects the handle, only to reveal that he's going to smash it open with his hand. Yeah, and there's a room, and the other side of the room is a balcony, and Dio is standing at the balcony looking at the sky. (gasps) Dio. Dio is somewhat surprisingly, legitimately surprised to see Jojo there. Don't know why. He's like, oh, I thought my knights would have killed you. Well, guess I gotta kill you myself then. Yeah. And then Guile slash Dyer... Well, hang on. First, they, they, they talk for a bit. Oh, yeah, they talk a lot, don't they? Yeah. yeah. He's like, uh, whatever happened to that mustachioed charlatan of yours, Jojo? Sick ban! And then I think Jojo says something along the lines of, I will confess to you. Yeah. I've always hated you, Dio. I will, I will relinquish or he says, avenge my anger. Dio, I must admit my feelings. And there's a red, like, burning filter on the screen yeah. as his eyes shoot more fire across the screen. Oh, it's dope. It's so dope. In the derby, he says, It shames me to admit it, but I have such hatred for you. Vengeance consumes me. And we get a brief shot of all the people who are important to um, Jojo who have died because of Dio, and also Bruford. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, luck pluck. It's how you're going to go. But it's so weird to me that how Bruford and Tychus were both revived by Dio and worked for him because of that. But in the process of killing Bruford, they become, like, best friends, and Tarkus just becomes the most vile trash. (laughs) Well, look, I mean, I don't really have a retort for that. (laughs) It's just, it's a bizarre adventure, okay? There's bizarre instances where someone will suddenly become your best friend by giving you a sword that is both luck and pluck. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's so bizarre. So, um, then we get the the mid-episode break, and then after that, all of it is basically... For naught. Jojo and Dio trying to outwit each other in a series of nested confrontations. Oh yeah, but before that you get... Oh yeah, Dio cuts in. Literally all of that stuff that happened before where they were saying, I will avenge you, I will murder you, and then Dio just goes, no, no, hold on. I got a a bigger claim because Zapelli was my friend, so step off, Jojo. In the best possible way. Disregarding the fact that Dio killed Jonathan's father. And Zapelli. And Zapelli. And burnt down his ancestral home. I mean, you know, it's... uh, I think Jonathan does have the more... Legit claim. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the thing is, you have to remember that Dyer was there with his arm around Zapelli's arm in the most manly possible way. Yeah, they trained together for years doing that. Instead of, like, clasping hands, they clasped biceps. Yeah. Flawless. Not even forearms, biceps. (laughs) So good. I saw that and just went, okay, okay, really? You couldn't just have, like, hands... Yeah, so, Dyer does his dumb attack again. Yeah, but, which you now say, yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. 
So you see what I'm getting at? All he does is do this dumb attack twice and die. Yeah, okay. Well, no, because then he does the thing with the rose. Okay, so he he steps forward and, like, he does some weird mirage stuff where there are six of him for a moment, but that doesn't go anywhere. It literally goes nowhere. He leaps into the air really slowly and Dio's like, this stupid attack, I am far beyond any human guru. Flawless planning. So he does the split. But this time, he crosses his arms over and Speedwagon shouts that this allows him to both defend and attack at the same time. It's a perfect stratagem. (laughs) And then Dio freezes his whole body apart from his head and shatters him. (laughs) Like, so much. Yeah. Windows. It's just, it's not even subtle. It's like, oh, his entire body except for his head is frozen. Now I'll just crush him and then shatters him. The head lands in a nearby brazier full of roses. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's a pretty deep motif, isn't it? Okay. If the roses represent all of the people that were alive, and now his head is going into it, which we... All right. Yeah, and then, you know, he had the rose before saying, oh, yeah, you have life, and then he sucked it away and it went dead, but this is all live roses, right? So this is, like, all the people that are still alive, and then his head has landed in it. Okay, yeah, I can get that. And then later on, when he, like, dies, it, like, shatters, and then all the roses... Yeah. Yeah. He... His head lands in it. Um, Jojo's like, no, that guy I knew, my new best friend. And then Dyer spits a rose. First of all, first he he smugly laughs, even though... He's just a head, and he should be in a lot of pain. Look, no, He's like, <laughs> let's, not, let's not, you know, rule out science at this point, you know. Let's just think it through. Maybe his air is coming just from the atmosphere now, you know? So he spits a rose full of ham on into Dio's eye. Thus giving Jojo a brilliant idea. And then, we'll get to that. Then his head freezes and shatters, and all the, gla- the roses freeze and shatter. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, and Dio, having received a single blow, totally loses his chill. <laughs> yeah, a single blow to the eye, though. Yeah. That's the important part unsuspectingly gets a rose to the eye and then goes, dare you scum. So before that he was like, Jojo will fall by my hand alone. Blah, blah, blah. But after... Getting that rose to the eye. Yeah, taking a blow. He's just like, zombies, kill them all. I don't care, whatever. You have to admit, it is not every day you get to say, yeah, after taking that rose to the eye, he totally lost his chill. It was a real uh, kiss from a rose. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I can keep doing this podcast. the 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 thing about this moment with... Dyer's attack. Yep. Jojo says this, and I've seen other people claim that this is the thing that teaches Jojo that he can attack Dio through other objects to hurt him through the ice ability. No, it's the the thing of Harmon stays through objects. Yeah. Better than others, wasn't it? Well, the idea is that because they can't attack him directly because he freezes them, Mm. if they attack him with other objects, they can still hit him. Right. But... He beat Bruford and he beat Jack <laughs> by channeling Dio uh, Hamon through other objects. So it feels like kind of a meaningless sacrifice to me. Yeah. But I think it is a neat little thing how in this fight he uses all the techniques he's learned over the course of the adventure yeah. to fight Dio. There's the channeling through the objects mm. and even though he just learned it like five minutes ago, he spits out poison later on. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. In any narrative, you want, like, the callback to all the things that you've learned. Yeah. Bring it all in before the final climax, and then, yeah. And then we're doing that, so... <laughs> so, good work. Good work, guy who wrote the manga. Oh, um, when Dio has a really good monologue in the dub, where, um, when he's about to shatter Dyer, when he's got his two feet, and his arms are across... His arms are totally... What do you call this? Um, Starfish? Yeah, sure. <laughs> And he's like, oh, we are feeble, aren't we? You imbecile, you dare think you could lay a finger on me. Smash. 
beautiful. Mura, mura, mura. Oh, god damn it. Does he say mura in the dub? No, he says useless. Oh, god damn it. Well, I think he want, I, I prefer to translate it. Yeah, well, I mean... Because what is mura? Kikaku means plan. Doesn't mura just mean useless? Yeah, but what is that to an English-speaking audience? Yeah, true. Yeah, I suppose. Well, it would then be, well, to the educated Japanese-speaking English audience. So it's gatekeeping, then. Yeah, it's like... Which is a bad thing. Well, yes. <laughs> He's like, Speedwagon, throw me my sword. Speedwagon throws him his sword, thereby participating in the fight. I love that when he throws him the sword and he gets reminded, I will use the luck and the pluck, and then we see... Yeah, the camera zooms in on, like, the engraving. The luck, pluck, and then it comes in on the side, like, a Japanese variety show, where yeah. it's like, luck pluck and you're like oh no qualities you need to defeat dio yeah i was just sitting there going this sort of became like an instructional video very briefly four zombies start menacing poco and his sister who are there um now what are their names okay so the subtitles we were watching today had weird variations on them which might be a vanilla ice cool ice situation okay because their names are page jones plant and bonham these are the members of Led, Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Yep. That's why I didn't recognise them. Yeah. <laughs> when I was watching, it's like, Brujev. Yeah. Violet. And I just went, hey, what? What? So this is Led Zeppelin. Yes. Okay. All Again. Right. And more Led Zeppelin. Straits immediately kills them with a chandelier. Yeah, which is hilarious. But, however, I do enjoy... Straits, oh, sorry. I do enjoy the way that they die is much like their band. Really in unison. <laughs> like, really tight. Really, like... Wait, are you saying that their band is really in unison or they all died around the same time? Uh, they haven't all died around the same time, I can tell you that much. <laughs> no, like, their band is just tight. You know? Okay. The only way they would die is if they just died in a really tight fashion. So I don't know if that was intentional or not, but it's really cool. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's damn nice. Good work, guy who wrote yep, the manga. So they got introduced, immediately did nothing and died. Wasn't it literally, yeah, where these guys, and then he just jumped up and went, Hamon does not go through objects as easily. Gets them into the chandelier, I have to maintain contact, jumps on it, jumps off, and then they melt. Yeah. Good work, guys. Wow. Good work, name zombies. Yeah, that's only the best-selling band of all time. <laughs> You've just ruined it. The door bursts open and a heap of Zambos burst in, and Tom Petty's like, I'll stem the tide, you deal with Dio. Yeah, whatever happened to the long-haired guy? Dyer? Yeah. No, no, not Dyer, the other guy. That's oh, right. Well, he just yeah. he just killed those guys in the chandelier. Yeah, but then... And then he's in a couple of other shots. Yeah, I suppose. He is killing more zombies. There's one shot of him where he's Hamlin electrocuting a sort of skeleton goat zombie true, that's standing in front true. of him. he is, yeah. And also at some point during this, Speedwagon starts fighting zombies with a camera, uh, with a hammer off screen. <laughs> He gets a sledgehammer from somewhere. Because I mentioned to you previously that in the manga, he has that sledgehammer in the fight in the graveyard. Yeah! And now he just has it here with yeah. no explanation. I guess Dio had a sledgehammer in his room. Maybe he just picked it up along the way. He's like, oh, we got an anvil. May as well take a sledgehammer. Yeah, that tracks. I mean, where did they get the anvil, though? I guess the blacksmiths. Did they? Did, or did they just find it outside go, hmm, this'll do as a weapon? Anyway, yeah, so they're just beating down zombies while Jojo's taking care of Dio. Yeah, um, so, Speedwagon gives this monologue about how they're, they're both so intense and the, the first moment of the fight could very well decide it. And then Jojo takes... What does he do? He takes him on the left side. He circles around to Dio's... It's, in your, it's your left when you're looking at him. Yeah, so Dio's right side. Yeah, AKA because that's where Jojo's his eye is wounded so he can't see very well. Yeah, but what does he do first? He cuts off his arm. Oh yeah, true. So he cuts off his arm and then... Brings his sword up and slices vertically down Dio, starting with the face. And then it sort of reaches his pelvis. Yeah, and then stops. Which I find really funny that they wouldn't go all the way down. Because it's like, no, this is a show about men. 
doing manly things. If they went that far, it would be too far for a manly show. Well, you can't hit someone below the belt, even if you start at the top. That's exactly (laughs) it, right? You have to, like, end it there and then just go, ooh, no, easy does it, gentleman's game. Yep, he'd be disqualified. (laughs) But it's just, it's hilarious that this entire show so far has just been like, I want to be a man. We're all really manly. We have biceps. We have a lot of biceps. And then he stops there, and I'm like... Well, at first we think that he's managed to kill Dio really easily. But then we realise the reason he stopped there... It's because he's frozen. Yeah, the sword got hella frozen. It went up Jojo's arms and froze his hand. Mm, and then... Makes sense. Ugh, Dio does the grossest thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah with the, uh, the... They say carotid. Yeah. What the hell is a carotid? Well, it's, it's an artery, I believe. I mean, I assume it's an artery, but why are they calling Ca- it... Well, carotid artery. You've had it. Oh, carotid. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, every time I saw it on the screen, I went, the hell is a carotid? <laughs> What the hell is a cat? <laughs> oh, well, it's some sort of vein artery thing. Okay. So, yeah, he shoots his fingers into Jonathan's neck and starts feeding and grabs... Is like, I've got your carotid artery between my fingers. One small move and I'll snap it. He says it's so warm and plump. And yeah. I was like... Ooh, gross, oh, okay. gross. But it looks really weird. Jojo tries yeah. to kick to counter... But uh, Dio freezes him. Locks it, freezes both his legs. I've had Dio's counter to everything at this point. Is no, I'll just freeze you. Yeah, ten out of ten. So things look to be in a bad situation. But then twist. Jojo has a secret, a secret plan up his sleeve too. Um, the sword is in a fire. Yeah, there are all these burning braziers on the balcony. They're fighting on, and so he angled the cut so that when it stopped, the tip was in the fire, and the heat travelled up it and melted the melted now, the ice. Here's what I don't get: if Dio can flash freeze someone's body. The fire going through probably wouldn't be that much. No, it's okay, because fire's hot. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep, that makes sense. Entropy. Understood. Dio's like, oh no. He's still cutting half while this is all going on, by the way. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, He's like, oh no, Um, the blade is coming up. The Hamon's coming up the blade. I have to break the sword. So he does. Snaps the sword in twain. And in the process, though, he has to remove his fingers from Jonathan's neck. I don't know why he didn't just kill him with, uh, the, with the carotid artery. It wouldn't be very manly to kill him, you know probably in too much of a rush yeah exactly they back off they circle each other a bit jonathan shoots vampire essence out of his neck just wondering was too much of a rush a rush reference if you want it to be yes all the more references the better all right anyway um yes so he shoots vampire essence out of his neck because that's apparently a thing now (laughs) it's beautiful by the way because it's like (gasps) he's pushed the vampire essence out in a one-to-one recreation of the snake poison scene yeah and I guess that's more of a callback in the manga where that was like, I don't know, four chapters ago. Yeah. But when it's just about, I don't know, seven minutes. seven minutes ago. Yeah. Not even like 20 minutes be- like before. The callback isn't really a callback. It's just in the episode. Dio at some point gives a monologue about how a monkey can never defeat a man. And to me, you are but a monkey because he's a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is he including like apes in that? Or no? No, no, no. Because apes are probably okay. But like, even know. so, a baboon will fuck you up. <laughs> a baboon will jump on your face and tear you to shreds. Yeah. So, Dio should look into old world old monkeys a bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, if you got the baboon first, you might have a chance. I don't no? reckon so. No. Not without like a sort of luck and pluck. <laughs> Yeah, true. And now that's gone. That's yeah. gone, man. You don't have that sort of luck and plug. You've just uh, got a baboon in trying the, to murder you. In the dub, they change it to, a mere monkey can never defeat a lion. Which seems a bit more okay. Well, okay. But at the same time, a monkey could still quite possibly fuck up a lion quite a lot as well. True, but lions are also... Designed to kill things. Yeah. <laughs> they have a giant mane. Humans are... And claws. Not so much. 
Well, I mean, you know, my uh, now that I look at my nails, let's just not. I'm just looking at them now, just going, ooh. Dio's nails are really sharp in this episode. Well, I mean, he's vampiric, and yeah. that's what he uses to... Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, it's a nice little detail. It's the uh, finger equivalent of fangs. Hey, even though he has fangs. Yeah, which he never uses because he feeds through his fingers. Yeah, vampires are very different in JoJo's <laughs> Bizarre Adventure. Also, humans are very different yes. in that they can float. <laughs> They can use the air around them. It's like Dragon Ball Z. So, they have to have their final confrontation. The final battle. Dun dun dun. At first, uh, Jonathan Sunlight Yellow overdrives Dio in the face. And again, Speedwagon's like, he did it, he got him. And then Tom Petty kicks away the zombie he's fighting. He's like, no, look again. You idiot. Jonathan's hand is frozen. That doesn't last. You idiot. (laughs) And then we notice that Jojo's hand is just frozen. And he's like, oh no, my hand is frozen. Cut away for a sec. Cut back, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. It's just melted away. So they're like, okay, let's do this. Dio jumps into the air at Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan does like a twirl and puts his hand through the nearby burning brazier so that the glove catches on fire. Genius manoeuvre, by the way. It's pretty cool. Like, he has this sort of um, double-fisted punch where he's, one arm is above the other. Mm. And Dio goes to catch it with his ice hands. And this is the shot from the OP where he's catching it. With, and Yeah, with the things. Yeah, and we get a really cool, like, wide shot where Dio is in the air and Jonathan's on the ground punching upwards and they're sort of sort of tabloed against the, the night sky. Mm, sick. It's tray sick. After a, after a moment of resistance, the, the fire goes through the ice and he punches a hole in Dio's chest. I mean, it's not like a little hole either. It's like when he punches it through, it's just... It's super... like if he got shot by a shotgun. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. But it, like, it just sprays out, and then Dio's all like, oh. Yeah, fire and ham on, and yeah. blood is shooting out the back. All the things that vampires kind of shouldn't suffer through happens all in one yeah. hit. And Dio falls off the balcony. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. He's melting slash disintegrating. And then the last thing that he does, which I have no idea if this is remotely a thing that vampires do. First he says, the pain, the burning, I can't. My reign was to have lasted for centuries uncounted by man. I will not die! And then... And then he dies. Well, first... <laughs> well, first he shoots his life essence out of his eye yeah. to try... Like so a laser. He shoots an eye laser. He yeah, has he eye beams now. And then he just like... It's a cool laser. It cuts through Jonathan's hand, like three zombies, the ceiling, and also the night sky. And it's like a... Sort of thing. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I've never heard of a zombie... That can shoot laser beams from its eyes? Well, first eye. of all, he's a vampire. Does that change things for you? I mean, sorry. A vampire that can shoot laser beams from his eye. That are his life essence? The ability is elaborated on in a future part, I think. But it's just really stupid and his eye lasers. So let's go with that. So he's Cyclops now. Yeah, pretty much. He's a vampiric Cyclops. Uh, okay. All right. I mean, it's okay, it's alright, but at the same time... Uh... Dio's body breaks apart and he falls from the castle. And Jojo... Alright? Yeah. Uh, Jojo looks over the balcony cr- and cries. Dio. And then he f- passes out. <laughs> I love how he just looks over and he's like, Dio. Yeah. And then Paco's like, why would he... Oh, he's passed out. And he should be. He's been through more life or death fights tonight than one man should have to go through in a lifetime, says Speedwagon. And then he looks into the sky, takes off his hat and goes, Well, first of, all, first of all, um, Paco's like, but why would he cry? Why would he cry at destroying oh, such a yeah, horrible true. monster? And Fo- Speedwagon says, uh, because Dio was like a brother to him. They grew up together. And then he looks up into the sky, takes off his hat and goes, Baron Zapelli, do you see now? We've done it. The Jojo world saved is saved the world tonight. 
It might be an exaggeration, but the world is saved. And our to-be-continued shot is um, Speedwagon's... Uh, oh, Speedwagon's hat now. Uh, yeah. Against the night sky and the moon. With a to-be-continued arrow. Yeah. But why? Why to-be-continued? Dio's been defeated. Something tells me Dio's not dead, Liam. <laughs> Something tells me Dio's not dead. So, do you want to make some predictions, then? Okay. All right. Uh... One episode left of Phantom Blood. I know what happens. Oh, okay. But here's the thing. I don't remember exactly okay, what Okay, well, happens. don't say anything concrete, because we need to say that for next week's content. Okay. Like, just make some speculation. Okay, <laughs> Dio's not dead. Okay. I know that. I know that because there's four more seasons. And not just that, I also know because this part apparently isn't over yet, according to you. <laughs> what else? Uh, oh, I do remember that Jojo goes back to the town and, like, does some stuff with... Arena? Is her name? Yeah. Uh, no idea what's going to happen to Poco. I reckon Poco is just going to be, like, shunted off and just be like, Hey! Never want to see you again. Yeah, <laughs> just come on home. Bye, everyone! Bye, Poco! And then they just leave him. <laughs> Wait, I want to come with you guys. It's like, no, no, we're going to have our own children. Bye, Poco. Peace out. Uh, but I thought you'd adopt me after all we went through. <laughs> you saw my wallet, Poco. It's unforgivable. Yeah, you ne- never got that suitcase back. Yeah, no. The Master and Straits. Hmm... I reckon they'll just, like, take their leave and, like, do a massive sort of buff arm clasp. Not hands, but, like, full arms. Yeah, like, around three times. Yeah, like, full bicep groove go-together thing. Seems reasonable to assume. Yeah. And then Speedwagon. Ooh, what's gonna happen to Speedwagon? I wonder. Maybe Speedwagon will move to America. I'm done with a life of crime. I'm gonna go to the land of opportunity. Or something. Maybe. Yeah, it's the American dream. Yeah, it is the American dream. Maybe he's done with crime. And maybe like... he'll um he'll develop the Oldsmobile, for which he is the namesake. I mean, if he doesn't, that would be bad. But if he does... Uh, yeah, so he might move to America, do something there, develop the Oldsmobile. Who else am I missing? Arena. Oh, right, Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan will go back, marry Arena or something, and then have a happy family. And Oh, wait, it's an anthology series. Of course he has to have a child. Oh! Well done. Ah, oh, of course. This explains why it keeps going. Okay. He has a child. Yes. With Arena. Except it'll be a baby. <laughs> Do you want to guess a name? Will it be Jonathan Joestar? No. Wait. Will it be Joseph Joestar? No. You get one more. What else is Joe? You don't need to get it right. As Wait. It's fun. Jonathan Joseph Johan? <laughs> All right. Let's go with that. Okay. Johan Joestar. So Johan Joestar. Johan Joestar will be born. Hmm. I wonder, is there might be like a transition period between part one and part two where like we see Johan growing up right, okay. in this episode and then we also see Dio's not dead yet. Maybe maybe Dio is like in the background somewhere and Jonathan is uh, doing his thing and then Dio will just like show up when... The time Yo- is right. Yeah, when Johan's like a teen or something and then murders Jonathan, like murders him straight up. Interesting. And that's why it has to like keep the anthology going. Maybe it's like Dio kills the last Johan. I mean, Jonathan. The last Jonathan. Yeah. Maybe the that's... first and last one? Yeah. <laughs> the first and final Jonathan Joestar. All right, that's a bold prediction. Yeah. Or... Mm. But see, that doesn't make any sense, because then who the hell would raise Johan? Arena. And Speedwagon. <laughs> I don't think Speedwagon's going to be raising Oh, He's, he's going to move in on that shit as soon as Jonathan dies. <laughs> hey, Arena. Hey. Look at this hat. Hey, pretty lady. I was uh, brought up on the streets of London, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay, well... I got all sorts of diseases. Okay, well... If Speedwagon's moving to America... Okay, no, I, th- I think, think that's, 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 all right, okay, that's so enough prediction. Dio kills Jonathan, boom, dump. Yeah. Okay. Your smile right now is like, you are so off. 
Not exactly. What do you mean, not exactly? So, scoreboard for this episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have our third dead dog. Asterix. One yep. of them wasn't quite a full dog. No. More zombies dead. A lot. A lot more zombies. A lot more off screen. As I mentioned, two women have slapped Dio. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, Dio ostensibly destroyed our first full vampire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or has he been? Didn't confirm the kill. And another Ripple Warrior died. True. Die, did die. Well, was he... He, he was, really you know, when he tried to do that thundercross split attack, he was really in some. It was the perfect dire surgeon. straits. Oh fucking god damn it! I'm done. I'm fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> if you like the show, you can email us at jojosworld at gmail.com or rate and review us on iTunes because hey, help new people find it. Amazing, helping us help everyone else by showing them us because mm. we're perfect. It's the perfect stratagem. Showing people our stuff. It's perfect. Yeah, you can both attack and defend at the same time with it. Cross your arms, show them our podcast. Cross your arms, rate and review our show. Split your legs open. Ooh, actually, wait, don't do that. It could be bad. Um, Our theme music is... Humoresque by Dvorak, as remixed by... TPRMX. You can find their work on YouTube and our website. I think that's all we have to do. Yeah, that sounds like a good JoJo. (laughs) A good JoJo. Good JoJo to you, sir. A good JoJo to all. A good JoJo to all. And to all a good night. (laughs) That's it. That's the outro. Street. Oh, do you remember Street Shark? Yeah. I actually read a really interesting... read a really interesting article um, the other week about how someone has basically created all this... Like, in the early days of the internet, created all these fake um, Street Shark episodes and plots on a um, a fledging TV wiki. And now, by broad consensus, a lot of people think they are real. Hold on, as in, they think that the fake episodes... That fake episodes, fake characters, and fake arcs, that people, like, remember them, or post about remembering them fondly. I'm sorry. Um, up until recently, they were on, still on IMDB and Wikipedia. What? What? Okay, that's... Terrifying. I was telling my friend, my psychologist friend Bradley about it, and he said that's a, like a really good example of um, several psychological concepts, including how memory is yeah. warped each time you access it. Yeah, it's why you don't trust like eyewitness accounts all that much. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Inter- so like this dude just wrote for something in the early days of the internet, and then yeah, went, uh, oh. it was this thing where like on really popular shows or things that were still ongoing, there had to be a lot of citations and stuff. Mm. But no one cared about the not ongoing Street Shark cartoons and no one else was doing it. So he was like, oh, I'll do this. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Could you imagine if that and, and it's the person though. who wrote it who wrote the article as well. Oh. Wait, so he admitted that they were fake? Yeah. Oh. So all these years, he's just watched it like pan out and yeah. then just go, uh, guys, I got some bad news for you. <laughs> RE Street Sharks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like some poor guy in like his early 20s is sitting there going, You lied to me. I, I had such fond memories. It's like, Yeah, that never happened though. The article included grabs of quotes like, I really liked the arc where, where this happened and my favourite character, the female Street Shark, was in it. None of that ever existed. There were no female Street Sharks. It was the 90s. Where things marketed, marketed for boys were only for boys. Yeah. Was that like. Uh, the one with the rats in it as well? Who I don't on know. the bikes? No, that's Biker Mice from Mars. Biker Mice from Mars. Wait, then who are the bad guys from Street Shark? I, I don't know. Probably an evil scientist. I mean, probably. Uh, there's a lot of future creep going on here, though, so I don't know if my memories are accurate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember, um, 
biker mice what is it future biker biker mice from mars yeah biker mice from mars i remember just hating that because it's like oh it's glorifying like that biker culture hey I, street sharks i had a biker mice from mars character uh toy um, I never watched the show, but uh, he was a, he was a grey mouse or rat, and he had he had jeans on and boots, no shirt, ripped abs, and a big old bionic arm. I remember that guy. He yeah. was like the badass of the show because it's like, yeah, I'm the smoke. bad boy. Yeah, he was. Well, everyone was the bad boy, but he was the. Oh, yeah, because they were bikers. Yeah, they were biker mice from Mars. All right, so <laughs> should we do this podcast? Yeah, let's do this thing that we are here to do. Okay.